Welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll. Hi, Katie Stoll. Don't look into the first thing you said, everybody. But I've already forgotten what I said. (laughs) Perfect. I'm Cody Johnston. Hi. Oh boy, I'm so excited about our guest today, writer, comedian staff writer for last week tonight on hbo and probably his uh best accolade would be our friend mm-hmm. is that daniel mm-hmm. o'brien hello <laughs> thank you so much for having me it's great to to see you and hear you and talk to you guys i jokingly texted you not uh, a few days ago that i was excited because uh doing podcasts is the only time that i, I <laughs> yeah. talk to my mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. and that's like that's barely a joke. That's like fully a true thing. It's I have fully the, a true thing for me too. The podcast that I do with with Soren, and that's legitimately the way that we communicate now is a couple hours every week into microphones, catching each other up on our lives, and it's it's great. And I wouldn't trade it. Uh, I do wish I saw you all and hung out more. But I know it's hard. Oh I tweeted well. something today, and Abe from our old crack days replied about missing seeing me and I felt I felt this ache I'm like I miss everybody there was something so of course all of our lives have gone on to bigger and nice things and exciting adventures but there was something very special about working with your friends and seeing them all the time and making dumb shit (laughs) yeah it's uh I I really like the what time does to the memory look how thoughtful I sound because there (laughs) are certainly uh stressors and uh frustrating things about working there with everyone especially towards the end but as time goes by a lot of those things fade away and i i I really only remember like the positive fun atmosphere we created for ourselves and just like you know showing up to this to the stupid office on monday and and talking about game of thrones for (laughs) hours then filming a game of thrones reaction video then talking more about game of thrones afterwards like this is this is a a pretty sweet little life we had yeah it was goofing goofing on dragons i mean i think people outgrow it like what you're talking about all those things it's like of course there are downsides to it but it was yeah it was a really beautiful yeah nothing like that it's good to see you but i think it's that's how it should go it the time passes and then you're like, yeah, all that other stuff didn't really matter. The other, yeah. the, it's the like main those, thing was. It's one of those life advice things that old people tell you, like, it goes by fast. Remember these? And you're like, you're only going to oh, remember that. Katie, this we're the matter, old people now. But we're oh, the old people now. This now. is a perfect segue into the days, into the holidays. Uh, January 19th is... Good Memory Day, a day to nourish good moments from our past and present while making new ones for the future. Well, isn't that precious? Isn't that precious? No, no, it's on this day. organically did it. Is this from that that same mom and pop essential oil company? The the, the famous? No, none of these are. uh, We're we're off well, cat, for a little bit. I'll I'll bring some of those holidays back, but not. I was so ready for there to be a huge scandal. From that mom and pop, yeah. I still think there's there's some kind there's of still time. There's still there. simmering yeah. underneath what there. Yeah. Are they covering up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was terrified of that episode going out and being like, "Is this the thing?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I there's still time. Love Blows that a scandal email. wide open. I have already responded to this. Some yeah. of these things are um, slow simmers, you know. Like I don't know if we're gonna blow the the top off of this story right away. We have put it out there. Tip line is open. Yeah. 
We're gonna find out them. <laughs> that the one day they didn't make a holiday for is uh, January sixth, and they were very busy. Uh huh. Mm. Celebrating the holiday. Oh, there we that's go. National Save that's, Our Hero Day. That's Emmy award-winning humor. Hey. Hey. Segway. We don't need to talk about other holidays. It's a bunch of name holidays. Like everybody doesn't with a name doesn't need a holiday for their name. No, you don't national know what I'm Lucy saying. Day. I'm looking at it. It's National Annie Day and National Lucy Day. It's also National Sebastian Day, National Claudia Day, National Judy Day. I can't keep I, up. I reject that. Mm. I do as too. A, as a premise, those are not the days. Yeah. So I want to go back to asking Daniel about winning so many Emmys. I can't believe you've won so many Emmys. How does it feel to win so many Emmys? <laughs> It's uh, what a generous question. It it feels very uh fun and and rewarding and 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 strange and weird. Like like uh, I'm not I'm not quite good at talking about it because I I don't want to sound like I'm cooler than awards or that I'm not grateful for the the recognition. The best thing about it is it's cool for parents. My mom and dad like yeah. to like mm-hmm. you know it. it one of the Emmys lives at, at their house. One lives at my brother David's house. One lives at my brother Tommy's house. And one lives here with me. And they, I'm much happier to have them at other family members' houses because then, you know, I'm not going to show them off to anyone. But, but they get to brag and they get to feel cool. And, and it's, it's, it's nice to have a fancy pants statue. All that said, from the beginning, when I started working here and, and, and going to the Emmys, you really have to psych yourself up just for like my own mental health where it's like if i lose this it's okay. it's it's going to be fine and that's not going to change the quality of the work that i do and i i will not get so wrapped up in a loss that it sends me down a negative spiral and then the thinking part of my brain is like well then you also have to do the opposite if you win this that also shouldn't change the quality of the work it yeah. shouldn't change the the process and like don't forget, and this is something I've, I feel I've inherited from uh, either a lifetime of Irish Catholic guilt, <laughs> or it's a sensibility shared by my wonderful boss, John Oliver, too. It's like, at the end of the day, remember that you are getting a, a trophy for the job that you do and get paid to do. And you're an adult with a little trophy. And <laughs> you, you, should feel, you should feel pretty silly about that. A participation and, statue. That's a good yeah, mindset. Yeah. What's, um, which one did you keep? I have the the most recent one because this is the one that has my new title is senior writer for the show, mm. and the other ones just say writer, and this one says senior mm, writer. Yeah, oh, those feels, bullshit feels statues kind of for your yeah. family. Exactly. Man, <laughs> you got senior writer so fast. I like that mentality. When I was first in LA, director Los Angeles for those Los listeners. Angeles mm. for anybody mm. not in yeah, the yeah. biz, mm-hmm. which is short for business. That's right, meaning uh-huh. entertainment business. Business. Yes. Right. Anywho. He said, enjoy the highs, but not too much for that same thing, because the lows are going to feel extra low and the highs feel extra high. And so what you have to try to do is keep yourself right in the middle to keep your expectations. It's not that you can't feel excited about it. Yeah. It's that it's ephemeral. And you because if you get too high, then the because the, the hard time always is going to come. There's always going to be the in-between jobs the whatever sooner or later so you have to keep that perspective the other thing to to always keep in mind for for this is is like it's not a massive industry like we we know people who work on these other shows that we're we're competing with and i don't as as cool as it is to to 
to have a, a trophy. It's like, I know personally friends that are going to have a bad night because they, they, they lost. And it's, it's, it's people are like, oh man, I like my buddies at SNL, my buddies at Colbert. It's like, I don't mm-hmm. want them. I, I, why can't, this is so corny in participation say it, trophy. Say it, say why it. can't, why can't we all win? Like, uh-huh. it's a stupid thing to Like, it's an to honor just to doing. be nominated. It is, but it, uh, it's that that is such a, that's an interesting part of this industry is that one success is oftentimes another's failure. Yeah. But it also changes. Unless you're Leonardo DiCaprio, you right. eventually win, I think. Yeah. He's never won, right? He has, yeah. For the Fuck me. Revenant. Cut it out. He finally, he finally did, yeah. You could cut it out. That's too old. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even recent. <laughs> <laughs> That's too old. Sounds like you some... Guys- Mr. DiCaprio guys, would say, <laughs> "Y'all right. politely nodding at me. You can leave it in if you want. I don't care. <laughs> leave it in for Daniel's joke about. I know Le- Leonardo's nineteen year old wives. I really liked how drastic the energy shift was from uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He didn't win right to fuck me. You got like <laughs> like like more heated than I I expected you to yeah. to, to get it's very because quickly. Inside Daniel, I felt." very proud at having <laughs> some sort of obviously lame joke pop culture coach but i i felt pretty good about it until i saw your faces yeah. <laughs> shouldn't have moved to the mountains you're just disconnected now hello tron fans and also not tron fans it's cody tron john Tron here to tell you about expressvpn you know The internet is much like the movie Tron in that there's a lot of pretty colors and then that's where the comparison stops. And without a good VPN, being on the internet is like leaving the door to your Tron collectibles display room wide open. ExpressVPN shuts and locks that door by letting you browse the web anonymously through a secure VPN server. It works on any device and is as easy as the push of a button. Literally, it's you push a button. ExpressVPN will encrypt your data so ISPs don't sell to advertisers. Even King Tron would like that. So secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash more news today. That's expressvpn.com slash more news and you can get an extra three months free. You know, just because I'm the world's richest woman named Katie Stoll, who's also currently in this specific advertisement, doesn't mean that I'm good with money. I once paid a child $100 just to tell me his fears. In the end, I did make that money back, though. My point being that I am here to tell you about Rocket Money. Formerly known as Truebill, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that will keep track of your subscriptions as well as monitoring your spending. That's good for everyone. Even me, Katie Stoll, collector of child fears. Child fears don't normally cost money, you see. You can often get it out of them pretty easily. So paying for something like that is financially irresponsible. Anyway, Rocket Money identifies and helps you track and cancel all your subscriptions at just the push of a button. You simply find the subscription you want and press cancel and they'll do the rest. According to Rocket Money, they have saved the average person up to $720 a year. So stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash more news. That's rocketmoney.com slash more news. Once more, that's rocketmoney.com slash more news. 
Oh, I was going to share a mountain. We got to talk about news at some point. But before we started recording, Daniel was like, how's the mountains? Because we are on different sides of the country here in different environments. And um, I share the story. So there's a big storm, the atmospheric rivers. We'll talk about that later. Lots of snow. And I was like, it's hard to walk out. My dog keeps sinking in it. It's not that much. I don't have that much where I am. But Benny's. He's a tiny little guy. <sighs> He's hesitant at best with the snow. So I'm like, I'm going to be a, I'm a mountain girl now. I'm going to shovel my my uh, concrete, my stairs and everything. And I do it. Sucked. Awful. Uh, <sighs> go to trivia night at the local bar. Come home. Holding a bag of flaming hot Cheetos an open bag and I slip like a cartoon and the Cheetos go everywhere and I don't feel good today. I got to be honest. (laughs) Next day I go out and I uh, haul this giant bag of salt that my dad, I can't carry it. I'm dragging it. I'm salting everything good. And later in the day I do it again. I'm like, this isn't going to happen this morning. I wake up to a really beautiful sight of all these deer coming up closer. And all of a sudden my whole walkway, there's like six deer eating the salt and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm watching. When they leave, I go outside, just covered in deer shit. Yeah. Just absolutely covered in deer shit. Man. And so the moral of the story. Is it bright orange from the Cheetos? No, they didn't. I cleaned up the Cheetos when I was salting the area because I'm a good girl. I don't know. I, I clean up my Sorry, mess. I, I, interrupted, I interrupted your moral. The moral of the story is don't shovel your fucking snow. That was an awful uh. every step of it. I would rather walk in the snow than do any of what happened after i i don't think i was prepared for just how mountain these 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 mountains were you got your it's snow and 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 wildlife and and yeah and uh like like you're really you're really out there i don't know why i I had this this idea in my head that it was like yeah it's mountains but it's not really mountains it's gonna be like like some kind of strange la version of mountains where aspeny kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't want the L.A. mountains. Um, I'm going to tell you my mountains. And Jonathan, you're, well, I'm going to say, we're going to bleep what I'm saying. It's. Oh, wow. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. I understood why we bleeped them, though. She lives in, I I, I can't even, C-word mountains. (laughs) (laughs) Can they say that? Can they write that down on maps? (laughs) No, it's just a des- uh, census-designated area. I looked it up. It's not even like a actual town. It's a town. Wow. And it's very charming, and it's very different, and I love it. I do. And now I, I'm, I'm curious if you had uh, a similar story to what I have, because I, I hear you being caged about where exactly you are. You don't want people to find you. I never mentioned like, the, uh, my town for, by name for the, the same reason. Uh, and I've I've always danced around with just a, a quiet little small beach town in New Jersey. Please don't find me. Uh, and then I go on living my life. And I had a sweatshirt with the name of the town mm-hmm. on the shirt. And one time I was in California on a fishing trip. And I took a picture of me on the fishing trip on the boat. Just like, here I am being a happy guy holding the fish. And then a guy DM'd me on Instagram and was like, Hey, uh, just so you know, I know you're really cagey about where you live, but if you zoom in on that picture, you could see the name of your town. Yeah. And I, I figured out that's that's where you live. And it's someone that, like, honestly thinks he's doing a good service. 
Yeah, well, like no, like, it's hey, a strange, just, but phenomenon. also demonstrating. I mean, exactly why you're cagey right. about it. Like I, yeah, yeah. like you know, I, just so you know, anyone could, uh, anyone could zoom in on this one picture of you and find out exactly where you live. Could you imagine if it was someone weird and not a cool, normal guy <laughs> like me? Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I've uh, had I, so many emails like that over the years. Of like, I know exactly where you are right now. Oh, uh, God. I got one email saying, uh, "I just want you to know how easy it was for me to find all your personal information." Oh. I'm not going to do anything with it. It's it, it sits at you. I don't there and there actually are a lot of uh, more fans than I expected up here. I meet them all the time, and I'm always Excellent. like, let's just keep this. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Like like let's not place it. Not that I think someone is going to, but the world do anything. But it is a it, they could. <laughs> yeah. But I'm very conscious of not posting pictures uh, that have any sort of a signage, anything or yeah. anything that is specific to the town. Even though I'd like to promote the town yeah sure I don't want to promote no, the town don't do it. okay we should talk about some news jonathan why not speaking what of do contracts we start with? well uh the the big news this morning out of hollywood or new mexico is uh that uh alec baldwin has been charged with involuntary manslaughter for the october 2021 shooting death of helena hutchins the cinematographer on his film rust uh the film's armor hannah gutierrez reed uh, who multiple sources said was responsible for the care of guns on set and making sure they were unloaded, was also charged. You know, this might be a tough conviction for them because he's Alec Baldwin and he has lots of resources. But also, I, I read the New Mexico Criminal Code for Involuntary Manslaughter today. And they, Congratulations. They, yeah, no, I'm you know, just to toot my own horn that I can read a page <laughs> on the internet. No, they have to prove criminal negligence and a reckless disregard for others. And I think if they can kind of offload some of that responsibility to the armorer or the assistant director, the first assistant director, by the way, took a, a deal. He agreed to plead guilty to negligent use of a deadly weapon in exchange for a suspended sentence and six months of probation. Honestly, I'm not quite sure are my, my thoughts on this story. It's just so fucking tragic, the whole situation. And I was seeing you shared a thread. There's some speculation about why these charges are being brought. You know, if it is about someone trying to do a high profile case or trying to make a statement, it's not that I, but I don't know. I don't know what the degree, that, the, the yeah, enough could details all be about rumor it. in the New Mexico, you know, lawyer it's, community. It's really hard and it really, it continues to be a conversation safety on sets, you know, and it never seems to certain regulations happen or procedures are established. And then this happens. But yeah, I, I'm not quite sure how I feel, except that this is really fucking tragic. And I, and if I remember correctly, that armorer, this was like her first job. Uh, I could be wrong about that. Daniel, you look like you got thoughts. Yeah, I'm gonna say something that uh, in no way reflects the sensitivity and uh tragedy of this moment do you guys see uh alec baldwin's instagram video from last week no no it's uh i have it almost memorized it's it's him in his kitchen looking like shit his hair's messy and he's like hello Ooh. it's january 5th the day before my wife hilaria's birthday we don't celebrate january 6th the way other people do we make it just a about her birthday Hilaria is, it seems like, just centimeters away from a million followers on Instagram. 
I really want to get her there for her birthday. Will you do that for me? Please. Please follow Hilaria. Please. I love my wife. That's true. That's definitely true. <laughs> please, please do this for me. Please follow her. Thank you. And then there's it's, that. <laughs> yeah. It's like an incredibly weird, insane thing for a famous person to do generally. To just, to just like, please follow my wife on Instagram. Like, no, no, no. You're like a rich, famous adult. You don't, I'm not, you shouldn't do this. You should, you should have different priorities. But second of all, the fact that, like, that's where his mind is at yeah. Yeah. now, right now specifically, is like, I think, I think Alec Baldwin might be a little bit crazy. I think he, uh, mm. not to, not yeah. to speculate, but I think a, a little nutso bo butso. So this, that's why I'm talking around. It's like, I don't know the specifics about how this set was run, but the legality of how to prove things. But yeah, Alec Baldwin seems like kind of a shit shitty person sometimes here yeah and you know he said he didn't pull the trigger but it seems that he did and look that's a stressful situation i would never want to have a loaded gut being that but it's his it was his set it was his project and there is where does the responsibility go if not somewhere i just feel really conflicted about the whole thing though and um yeah we'll see what happens i don't know there's a there's an element of it that it, it is uh a fucking deer what? is back. You ate all the salt. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that. There's that catchphrase again that, that she always trots out. <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> it's right saying. outside the window. We've got that on T-shirts and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've ruined the whole show. I think you've enhanced it. I forget what I was gonna say, but you definitely enhanced it. Uh, just. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he was handed a gun on set and he fired like most actors would do because that's usually how sets work. You have like a, a chain of people who handle the things very, very carefully. And then they're like, all right, now here it is and go do the thing. Um, but like you said, it, it's his set. I do think there should be sort of um, regulation on the low end and the high end of people on social media. And I think wealth should also be taken into account. You get a certain amount of like a certain age and a certain amount of wealth. You just you don't post anymore because <laughs> then we'll then we'll know. Then we'll see it. We'll see what's happening oh. to you. <laughs> Here was one other thing I was going to say is that they are apparently still making the movie. Ooh. I guess that was more of a gentle question. I yeah. think that's appalling, to be honest, that you are trying to, you know, <laughs> Lock this, wrap this thing up, and then make your movie finish it. Yeah. I couldn't stomach watching that. It will, I'm, I believe, still be directed by the, the director who was shot and recovered. I understand. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not saying that. I know, I don't. Means You're one not, thing I'm or like, the yes, other. Yes, and. No. Yeah. It's like, that would be even weirder if they got a new director. Yeah. But it is, yeah, it's very strange because how could you go to just see this movie like, oh, a new Western? I'd like to. Right? Like, there's there's too much baggage attached to the movie because it will have two cinematographers because the first one was fucking shot. Yeah. 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 And very weird. You know? All right. Let's take a quick break, huh? Oh, good. Uh, is there another deer? We can end this segment on a high note? or I mean, two others <laughs> walked by, but I but bit my lip because oh. I couldn't do that again. Ah, a deer! Gone. Two of them! <laughs> They're gone now, but I bet they'll be back. We'll be right back. Just hey. like us. Hey, it's me, 
Cody the Dice Johnston telling you about Manscaped. You know, medically speaking, the chin is the testicles of the face, so it makes sense that Manscaped would also groom your beard, along with the other hairy parts. And so why not check out their brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit? It's for the balls that are your face. This puppy comes with the Beard Hedger, a cordless and waterproof trimmer that gives you 20 different cutting lengths. Then there's the beard shampoo and conditioner. Next comes the Manscaped beard oil to keep your beard from rusting or something. And finally, the beard balm to style your chin mane. That's a lot of stuff in one kit, plus several free gifts such as a beard brush and scissors. Everything you need to tame your testicles of the face, otherwise known as your chin where your beard is. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code MORENEWS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MORENEWS. Manscaped. Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard. 20 lengths for your face testicles. And we are back as promised for even more news things. Those were some good ads. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might. stuff. Yeah. I have no idea what the ads are. We'll find out when we record them later or or last week. (laughs) We found out last week. I just can't remember. Last week could be last year for all I. No. Do you want me to look up last week's ads so we can nah. remember what they just heard? Not no. at all. Not <laughs> even a little bit. Good. Well, we should talk about some of the floods that uh, happened in California yes. recently. We had a in both Northern California, Southern California, quite a few very heavy rainstorms causing widespread flooding. And, it's, you know, it's very foreboding every time this happens now because we've seen reports of what the flooding situation is going to look like uh, in the Central Valley and around the state in some climate change worst case scenarios that you know leave los angeles underwater and what have you about time yeah that article from a couple months ago it definitely was looming large in my mind as all the atmospheric rivers approached i wanted to talk about this i'd like to hear you speak more on atmospheric rivers (laughs) you've mentioned atmospheric rivers a few times are you guys see this is the problem is that I cannot believe that everything I'm saying isn't just like common to everybody because I I'm shocked at the uh, the lack of coverage about things atmosphere but anyway or just I guess the news feed targeting my location sure but the atmospheric river I absolutely do not know uh the science of it but it is an extreme winter storm where all of the, the water collects over the ocean. We had, how many, is it in the notes here? 13? I don't know. Like, we had a bunch of atmospheric rivers, one after the other after the other. I didn't Google the number. It's fine. I rivers. feel like something in that range is true, but someone is going to correct me. It was a lot. And it's like a massive amount of water, like trillions of <laughs> gallons of water over the last several weeks, you know. It was nine, nine atmospheric rivers, sorry, and 32 trillion gallons of water. Over so I was right on the trillions. You know what? I thought nine and then I inflated it. I was like, I think it's higher. So nine's still a lot. And what has been revealed is just how woefully unprepared we are for <laughs> any of this stuff that's coming. I was, so last week in our meetings, I asked if anybody was seeing coverage of what's happening. Like, uh, so no. the runoff from the mountains into these primarily agricultural areas with workers from 
that are migrants, you know, low income people that are working completely flooded. Like there is a town that was 100 percent evacuated underwater. And, uh, you know, parts of California, my, where my brother lives in Half Moon Bay, a sinkhole opened up into the main only road, the main road in and out. You couldn't. Uh, same in Santa Cruz. Um, I'm not sure where the where that stands right now. I believe Monterey became an island for a minute. It's it's Capitola, whole docks flooding into Santa Cruz. This is what we've been talking about. And um, it's really shocking how little attention, like the only attention really that people got was like, wow, look at this person surfing in LA or whatever in like for a day or, you know, San Francisco, which was bad enough. The whole, and you think about our unhoused community living in these conditions, but that's not what we talk about. Like I, people's lives were absolutely ruined. 20 deaths, which, you know, I think we're pretty desensitized to death counts in general, but beyond that, the, the property destruction and whatnot. Um, anyway, I just wanted to bring this up to mention it because I couldn't believe uh, how little people saw what was happening. <laughs> this did not land on my newsfeed. I knew that it was raining in Los Angeles recently and people right. were talking about it on, on Twitter, certainly for sure. But as far as the rest of this stuff goes, this is all I'm learning this uh, for the first time. So that's why I want to say it. Um, yeah. And it's like the floodwaters. Well, part of it is, of course, that we uh, have been in extreme drought. And now we're just in drought, I guess, not extreme drought after all this water. And everything is so dry that it's not able to absorb. But it's beyond that. There's lots of like, you know, engineering questions that this raises about, you know, preparing ourselves because this. This wasn't even the super flood that has been warned of. In fact, uh, just today, an article comes out saying that you, this is a pretty standard amount of water for, uh, it's not climate change. Well, I don't know how they know that. The, everything has been really extreme and like, whatever. But it just shows like, even at that, the destruction, the way the changing landscape. Yeah, we can't handle like normal bad weather. Yeah. Let alone like the climate change bad weather. Well, because we've ignored our infrastructure on that account already. Like they talk about the money they want to spend uh, to, you know, build up more, build up the dams and allow for the, what is it? I don't even, I have the word here, so I don't want to say the wrong thing. Atmospheric river. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's the like the natural flood plains. They want to address yeah. the natural flood plains in the Central Valley. So it's like better for the wildlife. And we're not even doing it for the regular old weather. And I think it's very easy not to, one, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it means and when climate change is past a tipping point and all those things. And also when there's like death counts, weather related death counts, we're all like, well, I, that wouldn't happen to me. I'm on the second floor or I have this or I wouldn't be caught out in that kind of weather. So it's very easy to like take yourself out of it as a thing that could possibly affect you. But I think that's what, you know, climate well, scientists are trying to warn us about is like, this is the kind of stuff that in 2035 and 2040 and beyond, like no one will be able to avoid it. Yeah. What is this quote from? I'm not sure. Um, is it the one about how global warming will push the average snow elevation higher? Global warming will push the average snow elevation higher in California's mountains where more precipitation will fall as rain. And uh, that is exactly what you've been seeing. There's tons of snow at higher elevations, like a sh shocking amount, more than expected. But there should be a lot more where I live. 
um, the snow line just keeps going higher and higher. So what the, the amount of water that's running down into these communities at lower elevations is very significant. Um, but yes, there's lots of that coming. <laughs> and the, the central California floodplains is a big deal. Part of it is that agriculture has, you know, been booming and just lean into it. And then you develop all around it. And now there's no room for waters to flood because there's lots of cities and uh, everything is used up. The space is limited. Anywho. You want to talk about uh, George Santos updates? Because just since we talked about him last week, there are several new oh, lies boy. slash scams that he pulled. And I can run through a couple this, of them. This is it's fantastic. I love this story because, I mean, it's fascinating in so many ways, but like, did nobody look into this I know. Like, in his own party, in the opposition party, like, nobody seemed to care or try. But you can give us the updates, because... Well, right, if if there was an opposition research firm hired by his opponent, it should be hard for them to get new clients. Like, God. So the the first thing that came out earlier this week is that he scammed people who needed surgery for their pets out of thousands of dollars. Uh, he would set up GoFundMe accounts for pets who needed surgery. And then for one veteran, he said, well, you, uh, I've raised this $3,000 for you, but you can't go to the vet you went to. You got to go to my special shady vet. And then when he went to that vet, they're like, well, we can't do that surgery. Your dog's not a candidate for that surgery. And George Santos was like, oops, kept the money uh we have to we're going to give it to another dog in need and which is that he kept it for himself there was all this is i don't know if this has been reported like confirmed yet by a major news organization but it's 99 percent likely that george santos was a drag queen in rio under the name katara ravash a former friend of his uh spoke to members of the media shared some photos it's it's tim it's <laughs> It sounds like you again, said it's Tim. You know, the, Tim. the the of course it's not the thing itself, it's the hypocrisy that he's part of the party that is now making attacks on drag queens a central part of their platform. Also, as with many people who knew George Santos in a past life, they know him as Anthony DeVolder. I love it. It's so funny, like that one of the like this Brazilian drag queen heard about it and was like, hey, yes, yeah, this, this is Anthony. But like, no, that's George. <laughs> like, it's just like I we didn't even I didn't even know about the fake the fake name until last week. And now people are like, it's just all these wires across. It's so yeah. funny. The the drag queen thing is what I wanted from this story from the beginning. Yeah. Because he was just telling so many outrageous lies, and I wanted one thing to be true. I wanted them to get found out on everything. I'm like, yeah, that's not really my name. Yeah, I didn't really go to the school. Yeah, I, I, I came from money. No, the drag queen thing, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I threw in one real thing that I did. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep on their toes. <laughs> it is astounding to me. I know you just said it. We talked, said it last week, but how does this happen? How is this? They had to vet him. Yeah. They vet uh, yeah. everybody. They also, I mean, like we, again, we talked about it last week. Like at a certain point, I think they just don't, they, I mean, they just don't care, right? Like, even this stuff, like, maybe it's uh, sad, actually, uh, that, like, maybe the drag queen thing is going to be, like, what 
does it for him, which is like very depressing again yeah. because of our current situation. It's, it's all bad. But like they just don't <laughs> they just don't care and they're going to like again, maybe the drag queen thing, but probably not. Yeah, I think I imagine their their vetting process. Well, first of all, I don't think they expect anyone to be as outlandish and unhinged as as Santos. In so many ways. He's got yeah. like so many avenues you can take with this. And I, I do feel like the vetting process sort of begins and ends with like he needs to take maybe two boxes. You know, he like, oh, we, what's that? We've got him just to, you know, he's going to vote to ban abortion. Great. That's that's our vetting process done. Like they find their, their one or two like biggest talking points. It's like, great. Uh, uh, he'll, he does the thing that we want. He's going to uh, tax cut for for billionaires. Good. Fine. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's normal like the rest of us. We can say, "Oh, gay Republican, look, we, yeah, you know, like, about that, yeah, yeah, perfect, yeah." And at this point, it's like, okay, well, we have, it's all, it's only, and this is true of politics in general, obviously, but just like, well, we have the power now, so if we just ignore it, if eventually, in a few weeks, the stories will run dry. There will yeah. eventually not be another thing <laughs> that he lied about that people are investigating, right? My favorite excuse is when he said, no, I never said I was Jewish. I said I was Jew hyphen ish. Come on. Excellent. Excellent. Which is like, well, what do you mean by that? Like that you do things that you think that Jewish people do? Yeah, I don't know. Right, that, right, exactly. Please. It's like, you think this is making it better, but actually yeah. if you pull that thread, what's your line of thinking there? Now we have more questions for you. Yeah, you're not making it better. Uh, he also, uh, I believe he, his like tweet about it was like, there are claims that I quote unquote performed as a drag queen, which is a lie. It's like, wait, <laughs> are you just huh. saying that you aren't a, like a professional performer, but you, <laughs> like you did it, but like, it's just like this weird semantic thing. He, it, it seems like he's trying to play in the same way with like, oh, well, I'm Jewish. I didn't yeah. perform as a this drag queen. This is outrageous. Queen. I never opened the, the, the show as a drag queen. Exactly, Hang on, man. Exactly. Open, open to the show, but like, <laughs> no, it was a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, Not, exactly. I don't know what this Ponzi scheme is. <laughs> Ponze, yes. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Did he get some committee assignments too? I think he did. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He got two committee assignments. Oh, it was something boy. about space, right? It was a uh, like uh, some space thing that he doesn't deserve. It, let's see. The steering committee recommended that he sit on the House Small Business Committee and House Science, Space, and Technology. Yeah. Hell yeah. The House Small Business Committee is very funny because <laughs> very he like, funny. lied about running a family business. So funny. But he actually did go to space. So yeah. <laughs> the one thing. <laughs> it's weird. He, he, that's one thing he didn't claim, but it's yeah. true. We looked into it. It's like, yeah, why didn't you say this? It's impressive. Why did you lie about saving animals? That's such a like provable thing. Or disprovable thing in his case. It's All so of it is, wild. And it's, it's also so like up. the animal thing. It's it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> obviously, I'm, like go back to that one with that Brita and community. Like I uh, can forgive racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. But like <laughs> that is kind of like how Republicans operate, in a, in a sense. And like the animal thing is like, well, surely both sides will come together on this. Um, that's the one thing you don't do. 
Right, like as a scam, it's very much like opportunistic in that it's like, well, everyone loves animals, so I it's easy to raise money for animal stuff for my right. Cake. But everyone loves animals, so they'll be mad at you when they find out it's a scam. Yeah, I think my friend uh, Jill pointed this out on Twitter, and it was I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it was very funny. But he was like, and I did this animal rescue where I I I saved or cured two thousand dogs and a hundred and fifty <laughs> cats. I was like. <laughs> Why wouldn't you make up a better number for cats? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> it could be whatever you want it to be. Like, people hate cats. One-tenth the number yeah. of cats. I didn't save as many. That's such a seem, good he doesn't point. Want to seem, he doesn't want to seem too woke, right? Like, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, well, that, these, you know, it's got to be blue hairs in their cats. All right, what else we got, Jonathan? I think News. we should talk about the rift between Steven Crowder and the Daily Wire, or Daily Wire Plus. Mm. All right. Mm. All right, there's a lot of details yeah. here. Interrupt me, of course. Yeah. Have to credit journalist Will Summer, who like went through and pieced all this together. It would have taken me way, way longer. He's a I politics say, reporter for the Daily Beast. I don't know this story at all, so. Oh. Great. Oh, so you will I just did. get to react. I'm going to literally sit back. Cody, do you remember the name of the Steven Crowder response show that you pitched me that you wanted to do years ago? Is it Loudest with Johnston? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it every time this chucklehead trends on Twitter. Uh, that been so still, good. still time to do that. Okay, so it looks like uh, Daily Wire Plus offered Steven Crowder a four-year, $50 million deal to do his bullshit show for them. Uh, it looked like a pretty good deal. He'd get four weeks off a year, never have to work Fridays. He apparently <laughs> took issue with the fact that not all the money was guaranteed and it could be reduced if he didn't deliver as many episodes as he said he would or if he got banned from YouTube for something That's that he said. So funny. Okay, keep going. You know, so he, ref funny. he referred to it as a slave contract. Stop. Steven. Oh, uh, what? No. <laughs> you can't do that. I mean, I know you can, yeah. like, there are no rules, but... Like, I mean, I know you, you did. You can't, you can't say that, man. Uh, I mean... And then you can't, I'm sorry, you can't say it's a slave contract and it be for $50 million. It's so much money. That's so I don't much think fucking that's... money. And slaves, notably, did not have contracts. Interesting fact about mm -hmm. slaves and the word slave yeah. and the number 50 million. And I love that it's 50 dollars. million... But he's but he took issue that it might not be as much as fifty million. It's still gonna be. A, I bet it's still a lot though, man. I, I bet, bet it's, I bet it's like, at you're least not get many millions. Yeah, yeah, I would bet it's still millions of yeah. dollars. Uh, he apparently, and I I can't watch the response video from the CEO of Daily Wire because it's fucking an hour long or something like that. Uh, apparently, Crowder came back trying to make it fifty million a year. He was like, Excellent. I don't like this contract for 50 million over four years. It needs to be 50 million per mm -hmm. year. That is absurd. That Patrick I, Mahomes money. Like, yeah. I, we talk so much about, like, the right-wing grift and, like, how easy it would be to just, like, yeah, I changed all my fucking opinions. Uh, give me the money. And it would totally work, and you could just make so much fucking money off of it. Yeah. Uh, it's so easy. God. Hey, Cody, I want to uh, slap you in the face because you just you balked at watching the Daily Wire response video because it's 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 an hour. And I'm, I'm, I'm still watching the Jordan Peterson video you made. All right. these, it's these good. Weeks You're later. learning a lot. Uh, it's well, it's an hour of 
the CEO of the Daily Wire explaining like a contract with Steven Crowder. Right. That's that's the video that I can't I can't sure. quite stop. In this video, he like but reads through it. So he's taken. like, let's go through it from the beginning. And he reads like this non-binding term sheet sets forth the basic deal points of a proposed content. Pr like he reads through it because I watched way too much of that video right. <laughs> putting this together. Oh, so anyway, he uh, real quick, he he griped Steven Crowder griped about this on his show. Didn't say Daily Wire specifically, but everyone figured out who it was. So the, the co-CEO of Daily Wire, Jeremy Boring, put together a 53 minute video where he's like, here's why it was a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> just like a that just, rules. The 30 second video. It was for 50 million dollars. Right. It was a good deal. Like, I don't think I ever really knew how much money the grifters were getting paid for this kind of this kind of bullshit it's i knew obscene. there was money involved i am very shocked that the number is that high i would like it blew me away i because yeah, you yeah you assume like yeah millions of dollars i know like yeah they're being funded by billionaires to push their ideology so they can make more billions of dollars um so they're pumping money to make more money but like that's so much i have a hard time believing they'd make that back i mean they must but it's like that's abs absurd it's obscene the amount of money uh, for what it is. Uh, a, a friend reached out about uh, the Jordan Peterson video. It's very, very long. And basically he was like, yeah, you know, I've, I've talked to some people uh, about him and like this and this and this. And it's like, and also, by the way, the amount of money he's getting from the Daily Wire is d absolutely disgusting. And I, they, they didn't give a, a number, but I, it's got to be more than, than this, right? Like there's no way he's not like a hundred millionaire now. That sucks. It's like very clear, like this, like uh, his climate denialism specifically was like knocked up uh, to like a hundred after this Daily Wire deal. I would take the 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 fifty million dollar deal. I'm I'm really trying to. Would I sell out the planet and uh, do an about face on all of my values? I'm I'm trying to give this like a real thought experiment. Like, give it the real college try. Mm. It's, it's so hard to conceive of $50 million. It's not a real number yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's made up. When I, and, and Steven Crowder Let's... is so bad at this stupid thing that he chooses yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's such a great deal. And I'm just really trying to think, like, you know, Odin, I could say all that dumb shit too. I could say all the horrible, like, it's, it's, no one is bringing, no one, no one of these grifters is bringing anything new to the table i can that's the thing about it 50 million dollars for the easiest gig i will ever have right because like it's not it's always this sort of like yeah i want to do this and do this and this and this and i couldn't and so i'm gonna just like do be one of these like yeah professional liars and uh get that sweet cash and sell brain pills or whatever and like you're saying like if anyone <laughs> i don't want to be too rude if anybody talented decided to do this like they would be so successful yeah, um, it's only because of what they're saying that they're getting all these incredible, grotesque deals. But imagine, imagine like a talented, funny person doing this. Yeah, I guess I guess it's for the best, though, right? I guess. I mean, oh, I have to. Yeah. I, uh... I, I I work so hard to write stories about true things that are that are are sad, and like we work ourselves up to such a state to be in in like the right mental position where I can live with sad stories about people dying in prisons or, or, you know, this fascist dictator, some other part of the country or part of the, the planet. We work ourselves into such a state to 
write these stories and I get paid so much less than $50 million <laughs> and I work so much harder. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You also have gold statues though. Yeah. But who cares? <laughs> Your mother does. And you know, that's her. right. That's right. <laughs> Jonathan, sorry. What were you saying? No, that their work is like, because it, you know, they do four days a week and it's, I don't know how long his show is two, three hours of just like, Too here's long, a bunch right? of topics. What's the thing on it? Oh, this is the, the this is the left's fault for this made up reason. It's it takes more effort to like research stuff. It just does. And oh, I think that's yeah. why we can't pump out as much content. And there's not like there's a lot of reasons there's not like a well, left wing media right. machine worth billions of dollars. And but. if you because also like we yeah, we like research stuff. We have fact checkers and we make sure that everything is accurate. And if something's not accurate, we like adjust it or like write more to take that fact into account and like we integrate also spend it all. the emotional energy to create content that we're trying to help people with as opposed to destroy them. Yeah, it's just and like just like and he, knowing his positions on on like workers rights and wages and even like paternity leave and things like that and him being like this slave contract for 50 million dollars is oppressing me fuck off leave forever never come back it's so uh i mean good for him for i guess embarrassing himself um with all this but may i tell you what jeremy boring referred to crowder as at the beginning of the video he wanted to compliment him and Mm -hmm. so he called steven crowder maybe the most talented person working in the conservative media space. He's one of the top entertainers in the country, politics <laughs> notwithstanding. A great comic voice. Excellent. Uh, uh, he's convinced me. <laughs> Give him the 50 mil That's, a year. Uh, depressing. <laughs> one of the top entertainers in the country is... Mm-hmm. Here we are again, not being (laughs) able to have an agreement on what a fact is. We have clearly have a different idea of entertainer. Not me and you guys. Just looking at the pictures of him and he is, he's like just some fucking guy. He is just such a dude. Dumb face. Yeah. Unremarkable. Yeah, man. What a, what a lucky idiot. What a lucky, (laughs) oh my God, he's so lucky. Why would you fuck that, try to fuck that up in some way? I'd be like, okay. (laughs) fine i mean if i had his uh morals right and maybe he'll you know his like independent thing will work out for him maybe he has enough but i don't think it's gonna be 50 million dollars i don't think it's gonna be 50 mil but then like he's gonna have like fans who are like wow he really stood up to the daily wire but like no you're doing you're all doing the same thing it's the same shit jordan peterson was one of those fans before he deleted his tweet of support for Steven Crowder. Oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. I love You love anything, to see it. Anything that's like gets these people to be like, oh, I thought we were friends, or like, well, it's weird that he's saying this now when he said this. Like, you're all just fucking liars. Just get it over with. Ah. Oh. Did it go well, well for him though? Uh are his uh Daily Wires in support of his decision? Or are they calling him, I believe uh Candace Owens called him a coward? She called it uh, a bitch move. Yeah, bitch, move. It a bitch move. Bitch yeah. move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like her saying he treats people poorly. Oh, Candace. wow, really? God. Yes, and also. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Jonathan. I feel like we keep interrupting you to say that Stephen Crowder let's, is a piece of shit. Is there, is there more to this story? Wrap or? this up. 
No, that's the we, we uh, hit yeah? everything. Okay. In the interest of uh, spending a lot of time on uh, work and research and like you know doing doing you know using your talent for for good, is there any uh, thing that you've had released on? I'm speaking to Daniel O'Brien right now. Uh, anything uh, that you've released that like you're particularly proud of, or you want to talk about, or that you feel you want to get people to see? Yeah, there is. So, uh, thank you for what a uh, generous opportunity you provided. Mm. <laughs> the show is in between seasons right now. We're, we're working on the show, obviously, but we will not be back on the air until February. But in the meantime, we released a web exclusive between over the holidays that it's just called Trash. Uh, if you go to last week's night's YouTube channel, and it's it's um, sort of bad form for any writers to take credit for any segments or anything, because the the so much of the show is written by yeah so many Definitely. people in different departments coming together. Um, I wrote this thing. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh, one of the dumbest things they've let me do on this show because uh, sometime in the last year, for reasons that escape me, the show acquired a bunch of disgusting haunted looking baby dolls that washed up shore in texas we hated them and so we bought them this was uh, uh. an idea brought to us by <laughs> by my coworker sophia and then we spent a lot of time trying to find different way different things to dispose of these of these baby dolls we wanted to send them to a recycling plant in australia that belonged to a, a small town that we had decided to start a feud with for reasons that no one can remember anymore <laughs> They were like, no, we're not going to take your dolls. And we were getting towards the end of the season and no one knew what to do with these dolls. And I was making my rounds on the internet like I, like I do and found there was a, a campaign in a town called Malmo in uh, uh, Sweden. And they were got, trying to get people excited about garbage. So they programmed all of their garbage cans to moan sexily. And say like, oh, thank you for filling me up. More, more. But like in, in 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 Swedish or whatever, and I was like, oh, this is this is pretty fun. Uh, and I just like that's one of the bits of information that if you work at last week tonight, you just file away in your brain and like, yeah, that's gonna go on television at so, like sexy talking yeah, garbage yeah. cans. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let's let's bookmark this for my serious HBO show. And it was just a good time of like stars aligning where I was like, well, hang on a second, nobody wants these stupid beach dolls. And these garbage cans in across the pond uh, are uh, hoarding, and they moan. I think I can solve a couple of problems, and I <laughs> and I pitched that to John and Tim, my bosses. I was like, "Yeah, can I can we uh, send these dolls to 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 Malmo and throw them out there?" And they were like, "Yeah, let's 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 look into it." And we talked to the people who made the garbage cans, and they were and they were like, "The garbage cans were only moaning in the summer. We're not doing that anymore." And we we're like, "Fuck!" Like we'll. We can program them to say anything else you want if you want them to to do that. And I was like, "Yes, please, yes, please." Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is the assignment I've wanted my entire life is just write alt lines for sexy talking garbage cans. That that's like some serious voice actor in Sweden will have to record them. And we got that all done, and we sent the dolls. And there's the the lead singer from uh ah oh shit, it's th that band that does that. Love me, love me. The Cardigans. Yeah, the Cardigans. Their lead singer nice, Jonathan. is from cool. Malmo. She's the only famous person from Malmo. So we were like, hey, lead singer of the Cardigans, will you throw out these dolls for us? <laughs> Come She's like, on. yes, fine. And she did that. And it's like, 
one of the stupidest things we've man. done or that I've, <laughs> Daniel, I've ever been a part of. Yeah, yeah. This is incredible. And I got to say, this is how you win gold statues. <laughs> this is a $50 million over four years idea. It sure is. <laughs> I love that I spent this episode talking about how hard I work and, <laughs> and how I'm jealous of, of Steven Crowder. And then, and now I'm realizing the realities of my job. Mm. Now uh, we know yes. just I'm how hard so you do you work. This for that. Um, Cause I thought, I, know, I thought you were going to talk about that Airbud video, but that's from like eight months ago. Yeah. Um, Cause that also was nope. like, I bet Daniel had a hand in this Airbud video. It's very chill that uh, my boss just let me write an expensive version of obsessive pop culture disorder and, yeah, and have him like, film it instead of me. I was like, like I, haven't, has... I, haven't, I haven't seen this before, but I've seen this before. I know. <laughs> this I, is, I know this has Daniel written all <laughs> yeah. over it. It's a fun job. It is a fun job and you're perfect for it. Oh, it's like one of those things when you got this job, I was like, yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you guys, so you, you just took a month break for the holidays. Did you completely avoid the news? So to clear, we didn't take them. Well, we took a significant chunk, but it's kind of the way our ad schedules work about releasing stuff. But so part of that time was still working, you know, before releasing stuff. I definitely didn't read news for a while. Cody. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, I was, uh, I went to, uh, I can say I went to Ohio to visit my family. Yeah, you're not there now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and I, you don't know where in Ohio. But uh, yeah, so I, for at least that week when I was there, I pretty heavily avoided uh, Twitter.com and the yeah. news in general and just like, yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's amazing. We're in, it's hard in to come similar... back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that uh, I was in, I did a lot of traveling for our hiatus and spent the first week of January in Cancun feeling amazing not looking at twitter not i don't think i i took my computer out of its yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. laptop case the the whole week that i was there and then we my my travel buddy and i went to uh our clubhouse at the resort to get our midday scotches and <laughs> i looked over and the tv was on and it was cnn and i it occurred to me that i had no idea what was going on and i hadn't for days and it felt awesome and then she was like what's going on in the uh news and i was like I think according to this headline, McCarthy lost his fourth vote for speaker. <laughs> yeah. huh. And just like went about my day. It was such like of anything to like groundhog day my way back into the news, seeing that as the headline yeah, was, yeah. was like, That's like a really good way that to get back a, into it. That was a real touchstone for me too, because I remember it happening and being like, don't care. I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna choose to not. I'm gonna choose to not pay attention to I this. Didn't, it's gonna be everyone a was watching circus it for four days. Like, everyone, oh my god. They'll yeah. figure it Absolutely out. Absolutely not. They don't Nothing need me. in me. They'll figure it yeah. out themselves. You know, I don't. What am I gonna do? I'm like, <laughs> Nothing for me to do here. So yeah. moving on. Daniel, this has been so nice to have you to see our friend, sort of in person. It's been so it's nice to 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 be here. I I can't wait to see you guys in real life. Sometime Pretty soon, I hope. I think so. Sometime yeah. soon. Sometime soon. I know. I yeah, can't wait. It's true. We will not share any more information than that. Yeah. Especially not locations. No. God, no. <laughs> crap reunion tour. Look for it. Oh you my god! You just shared more information. Oh my gosh, it's a lie, folks. We're not Don't, going we're on not a tour. We're not doing no. that. Stop it, Cody. Okay, we're out of here. <laughs> this has been great, Daniel. I feel like you've already plugged your stuff. Yeah, where watch, do you, watch where do people HBO. follow Daniel <laughs> yeah. O'Brien? Uh oh, I I get in trouble if I don't mention. 
that I also have a, a podcast that I begrudgingly Oh, yes, promote. you do have something to plug. Quick question with Soren and Daniel. I don't know what day of the week it comes out. <laughs> you don't need to. Well, you just got to smash that subscribe button and Oh, smash that subscribe button. It'll it'll uh turn up. You don't need to know the day. Yeah. It'll be a delightful surprise. Okay. Okay. We've done it. That's it. it. We've done we it. We did it. Except what? I still have to say What? We love you very much. much. <laughs> <laughs>